We're very thankful today to be joined by Illinois State Representative David Severin. Representative, thank you so much for your time. Oh, no problem. I'm honored to be on with you and talk to your listeners. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, Will. As I was preparing for the program this morning, a headline from a report that Channel 3 did a few months ago caught my attention because it surprised me uh, to some extent and that there is a growing issue, and it's the number of correctional officers throughout the state. Not only that, but many facilities are having issues just getting enough qualified applicants to consider. And you are doing some things to try to help this situation. Talk about the problem and, and what you're doing. Yeah, so actually, um, there's a juvenile detention center that's in, uh, in Benton. It's the Franklin County Juvenile Detention Center. And they have uh, uh, juveniles that come that are assigned to there through the court system throughout southern Illinois. Actually, several counties will. And what has happened is that there's a shortage of uh, staff there, employees. And so, actually, they reached out to me, uh, one of the uh, commanders there, and said, hey, is there something you can help us with? So we talked about what the, what the credentials were, what the requirements were to be a, a, a uh, an officer, correctional officer, or an employee, I guess you might want to say, at the juvenile detention center, what all that entails. And so as we were talking, we found out that, uh, you know, it takes, uh, requires a bachelor's degree um, for these positions. And we felt like that uh, maybe that wasn't the, the most uh, um, appropriate uh, thing that, at this time. So we reduced the requirements. If you're going to be a, uh, a substitute teacher, you don't have to have a bachelor's degree. You could get a by with now uh, a, an associate's degree and so what we came up with an idea of associate's degree plus 60 hours and and we, of course there's there's special training when someone comes on the juvenile detention center and I found out also that there's 16 of these facilities statewide and every one of them are experiencing uh, the same problem and so at Franklin County what we found was you have to have a bachelor's degree but the pay scale is not that high so what happens is if in fact they do find someone they come get their training at the juvenile detention center and the whole time they're there they're looking to get hired with the state of illinois or other opportunities that get paid more money and so it's almost like they're the farm team they do all the training and then the person leaves and so that happens to the people that are there and then of course there's shortages they don't even, can't even fill the positions because the pay is so low so what we thought was well, let's do this do you really need to have a bachelor's degree for this position? So we felt like an associate's position um, or an associate's degree with 60 hours would, would be appropriate. So uh, we ran some legislation in the House. It passed. It, it uh, went over to the Senate. Senator Fowler carried it. And it kind of got bogged up there. And what we, so what we're working on now, Will, is this, that actually – the court, the court system and uh, the, the judge that oversees that program can actually set the salary. And so we're working with uh, the judges that are over these different uh, juvenile detention centers that oversee the, uh, the funding that actually comes through the state, through the court system. It's kind of a, it's a pretty tricky system. And um, so we're working on that because the bottom line is we want to be able to keep this juvenile detention center in Franklin County open. Otherwise, children would have to go all the way to uh, Joliet or even further to north to, to go for a, a place they need to be to get the help and to get straightened out. So we're trying to uh, get those positions filled, do whatever needs to be done to have the appropriate um, uh, 
qualifications and the appropriate fair uh, income also that would attract people to come for that position. So that's kind of the long answer to what's going on. And so Senator Fowler and I, we're working together. Uh, we thought we would do a fix it with legislation, but the, uh, the different people that we talked to, they said, let's try to get this worked out with the judges that helped set the salaries with the state of Illinois at the court system. And so that's where we're at, Will. So is the legislation that you filed and that uh, Senator Fowler carried in the Senate uh, sidelined at this point then, or do you still hope that it will get the governor's signature? No, it's sidelined, and be, but I tell you what it did do. It brought attention to a problem, and so, you know, we don't necessarily need more bills all the time. What we need to do in Illinois is, uh, is solve problems, and so I think what had happened, I don't think, I know what happened is by us bringing this bill and bringing it to attention, um, we got people that that uh, in the right parts of the state to recognize there is a problem, helping us address that. So our goal is to be able to uh, change the system where either we can increase the salaries, uh, where it would draw people to uh, fill out, uh, you know, applications and, try and come to work for us in those juvenile detention centers. And I will tell you, it is a problem because the uh, they even reached out to me again a couple weeks ago saying, hey, where are we on this issue? We need help. So. Uh, we, we don't want to lose that facility because we can't fill the, the positions of staff. The, uh, the openings for juvenile detention, uh, young people, boys and girls, we have those people. What we need to do is find the staff. Well, it's a struggle across many different sectors of the economy right now to find uh, the staff to fill all these various positions that are open. If uh, someone hears this and thinks they might be interested in working at one of these juvenile detention centers. Uh, how do they go about accessing those opportunities? Well, actually, they could go, they could actually call our office and we could point them in the right direction. But I believe also if you even contacted the, the Franklin County Juvenile Detention Center and, um, and you called and made a call to them, you may be able to apply online. Uh, I'm not for sure on that, but there may be some other opportunities they can do, but we could get definitely get them directed in the, in the right uh, area to, to be able to uh, see if they qualify and then get those people, you know, in those positions. So um, it, it's very important because, again, it's not just a Southern Illinois problem. And the other thing, too, Will, is I found out that actually there was a shortage of staff even before the pandemic. Now, the pandemic has, has uh, accentuated that uh, the shortages, but it was an ongoing problem even before that. So uh, it's something that definitely needs to be addressed. We have the attention now of the uh, of the, the different people in, ju in the judicial system that uh, can actually help fix this uh, problem. Representative David Severn with us today. Uh, Representative, we're looking at uh, a month, essentially, five weeks before the primary. Can you give us any update on your race? Sure. So actually, uh, in Franklin County, of course, I have seven new counties, but... but uh, Today is actually the first official day of uh, early voting. It was supposed to be last week, but because some different things going on. Um, as we speak, I did not have an opponent in the primary. Um, there was some different things that, uh, uh, that transpired that uh, there was a person that was going to run against me, but uh, run for the position, I guess I should say. But that person is, will not be on the ballot. So um, I am the only Republican on the, uh, on the ballot for the 116th district. 
which is a new uh, a new area for me. I have part of Franklin County and Hamilton County, but I have seven new counties, Will. So um, looking forward to serving the people in the new area. Uh, we believe we'll be successful and, and look forward to uh, serving a constituents and addressing problems and concerns and, and, of course, all the different things going on in the state. But uh, something I'm very proud of that our office does a great job of, and we work together with my my staff is addressing concerns when constituents call a lot of times they're not sure who to call so they give us a call and we work very closely with all the different state entities to help people solve their problems get them in the right direction and it's um it's i really enjoy solving problems and serving people and that's what i think one of the most important jobs of being a state representative it's not just running bills and and passing legislation that's part of it but I believe the most important part is uh, meeting the needs of people in my district, and I take great pride, and I take that very seriously. Well, nobody, and I mean nobody, does constituent services like David Severn does, and I'm not saying that just out of the blue. You can talk to anybody in southern Illinois uh, about it, and it's really what's made you um, so popular amongst your people is because you know, you answer the phone. I I don't know how many people you've given your cell phone number to. I think everybody that lives in your district. Um, and so uh, you're not just uh, saying that. It's, it's definitely true, and I've heard that from many people. Well, i got to give a shout-out to two people I was trained by. That was my mom and dad, Will. They're both in heaven today. But uh, we were in the nursing home business, and from a little boy – Mom and dad uh, started the nursing home business. And, of course, my oldest brother, there's nine kids. He was mentally and physically uh, challenged. And, and that's how they k- kind of got into the nursing home business and, and taking care of people and serving people. And, and so um, I was trained by the best, Will, and I watched them take care of people. And it was it just uh, it's in my blood. I have the passion for it. I absolutely love it. And uh, from the old days of Sunday school teacher to youth pastor to Special Olympics director to, to, you know, the nursing home and being in business for myself, it's about serving people, Will. And no matter what you're in, and, and, um, you know, I didn't have to go to school for it. I learned it watching my mom and dad and it's in our it's in our dna and i love it and i i appreciate you saying those things and i've got some great staff and i just absolutely helping people i just got done getting gas at the gas station and i had three different people come up to me and so we took care of some things right while we were you know filling up the car and um and that's what it's about being accessible to your constituents and i love every minute of it representative david severn with us today thank you so much for your time yes sir thank you